This is Pat Soundbites Unplugged. Unplugged. The podcast where all the artists go to tell it as it is. Careers, music, tours, and more. And here's your host, the man that refuses to eat squid, Pat Calamari. Hey, Pat Calamari here, host of Pat Soundbites Unplugged, episode number 59. Hopefully you are following the rules. Stay home, stay home, stay home. I can't enforce that enough. If you don't have to go out, stay home. And if you go out, be very careful. Maybe wear a mask, gloves. Don't go near anybody. Avoid them. Don't touch your face. Don't touch surfaces. And then when you get home, even the mail, even whatever you buy at the store, wipe it off. Then wash your hands. Do the right thing. All these people still gathering around is ridiculous. This is not a joke to play around with. We're going to be, got to get through this. We're all in this together. So stay home. And if you want to catch something or want to spread something contagious, well, let it be kindness. Show some patience. Show some love and enthusiasm, and maybe to display a positive attitude. Be the carrier of that, and we will all get through this a lot, lot easier. Check your elders, help folks that need it, and don't forget, always be thankful for the healthcare workers that are on the front line each and every day. Can't say that enough. The doctors, the nurses, the practitioners, the police, the fire, the EMS, the dispatchers, the folks at the stores, the the clerks, the cashiers, the truck drivers getting the supplies to the stores, the farmers, everyone involved. We can't thank enough. Okay, that said, If you know anything about me, you know I am a Rolling Stones fan. But if you know anything about me, you know I'm a bigger fan of Bernard Fowler. Bernard has stood on the side of the stage for over 30 plus years, providing the added support and vocal backgrounds, which is a key ingredient to what we know today when it comes to the Rolling Stones, and their live performances show after show after show. He is a very successful, has a very successful solo career, releasing three albums. The last, Inside Out, is a masterpiece, in my opinion. Stone, certain Stone songs in spoken word, Talk about outside the box. He even says there are people still coming up to him today. Even though the album was released last April on Rhymes and Reason Records, they still come up to him today and say they didn't understand the songs until he did it this way. He did a fantastic job. He is in high demand for his professional, smooth, and solid vocals by artists all over the world. 
and he's extremely respected by artists all over the world. And I am certainly blessed to be able to call him a friend and a person I've supported the minute I became friends with him, the minute I got a copy of one of his records and I play the crap out of his music because I love it that much. And he's just such a super nice guy. So you'll hear it in my voice every time I talk to Bernard. Um, in a higher level, that's just me. Of the enthusiasm I have for uh, this cool cat. So sit back and enjoy talking to Bernard in his home in L.A. He's doing like we are, sitting back, taking no chances. Last time I spoke with him was during the Stones tour. I called his hotel and spoke to him in Denver in August. So I was going, as you hear, going through Bernard Fowler withdrawals, thinking of him on my vacation, thinking of him the other night, watching the Stones documentary, Ole, 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 their their tour in Latin America. And it really inspired me to give him a call and see how he was doing and to see what he was up to and certainly to promote any projects that he is doing. So, as I always say, live, love, and laugh a lot because life is way too short. Please don't be bashful if you enjoy my chats and interviews. I call them conversations or chats. I'm not a fan of the word interviews. Please don't hesitate to share and tell your friends. Live, love, and laugh a lot, because life is way too short, my friends. Here's my wonderful friend, Bernard Fowler. Hi, this is Bernard Fowler, and you're listening to Pat's Soundbites Unplugged. WBXO Classic Rock Redefined in conjunction with Pat's Soundbites Unplugged. Honored to have my good friend, um, God is been with the last 30 plus years as i always say a family member of the world's greatest rock and roll band and that is the rolling stones and i'm talking one of the nicest coolest cats in the music business he's a singer he's a songwriter he's a producer he's a musician and i'm talking my good friend mr bernard fowler bernard man how are you good pat calamari how are you brother well, we're doing we're doing what we all can do, right? Stay inside. Yes, that's right. Staying home, self quarantine, washing my hands a lot. What are you that doing to What are you doing these days to keep yourself uh, kind of busy from these uh, scary times that we're living in? What do you do? Well, uh, listening to some music, watching a lot of movies. Um, I got this. Uh, Fender gave me a guitar, and I got this new Fender app. So I've been playing around with that. And, you know, talking on the phone like I am now. Very, very cool. Well, I, look, I, it's always, I can't get the smile off my face. Been looking forward to chat with you, going through Bernard Fowler withdrawals. And you're going to laugh when you hear what I got to tell you, share with you. But anyway, uh, April 1st, here we are. I mean, the, uh, your great uh, 
uh, album uh, came out last year, your third solo album, Inside Out, on Rhyme Records label, which was incredible, highlighting the words and the lyrics of certain Stone songs, which opens your mind to understand the story and the message behind each one, and wonderful videos, all very moving, very different, very powerful, and the videos, I mean, Dancing with Mr. D was awesome, but Undercover of the Night, my man, best music video Oz International Film Festival. Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Pat. You know, the Grammys didn't overlook me, but the Australian, the Australian of uh, Oz Film Fest did not. And I'm really grateful. So it's cool that you mentioned um, you mentioned watching movies and stuff. And so let me just share with you. So the first week of March, usually the end of February, first week of March, my wife and I go on a vacation. We just hit some islands. So this this March, before all this virus kicked in. We flew into San Juan, Puerto Rico, and got on a cruise, and we hit Aruba, and Bonet, and Carousel, and St. Lucia, and St. Kitts. And I love, you know me, I want to hear music, and it was amazing. And when I got out of it, lots of percussions, and I thought immediately of you. I even played the kettle drum with a local... A uh, veteran musician, the big papaya in St. Lucia. He was teaching me. Here I am in this venue with the big papaya banging on a kettle drum. And uh, he was telling me it's like a piano. And I never knew that. Have you ever Have you ever played the kettle drum? Yeah, it's, you know, it's all known at all. Everywhere you hit is a different note. I'm like, I never knew that. But... I just was thinking of you, and now fast forward, as you said, you've been watching movies. So here I am the other night, like 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm searching through Netflix, and I come across 2016, The Rolling Stones, Ole, 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 A Trip Across Latin America. And watching that show, which was an incredible story and journey to document for The Stones, Breaking New Ground, 10 City Tour, first rock band to play Cuba. Now I really got the whole full circle of your album, Inside Out, and the importance of the percussion and how you, I believe, captured those musical percussions and influences from Uruguay and Chile and Argentina and Brazil. And how it was important to get the Lenny Castros and the Wilfredo Reyes and Steve Jordan and Vince Wilburn on your album. It just was like a full circle. Being at the islands and watching this show the other night, I go, oh, my God, I got to call Bernard. Uh, now I get it. I got to call Bernard Fowler. That's fantastic, man. That's fantastic. Well, you know, uh, uh, when was it? Uh, a few months ago. Just after New Year's, I did go to Uruguay to record some percussion for the next the next uh, project. Right, I remember the last conversation we had when you were in Denver with the Stones. You said, I got to go back. I'm going. Yeah, well, I did. I went back. I was there for around 10 days. And, of course, I found the masters, and I asked them to do some recording for me, and it went really well. Uh, I've not been able to go into the studio and work on it because of this virus, obviously, but uh, soon, soon come. 
And it was so cool to see you, you and the Stones going to different shows and backstage. These these locals are playing for you, and then you guys are up there dancing and, and getting the jive on. And it yeah. really it really opened my eyes to know what you really experienced and what you were able to bring back and put and include in your album Inside Out. Oh, right, Omar. Yeah, that was a beautiful, beautiful time, you know, Rolling Stones in Cuba. You know, almost a million people, almost a million people were there to witness the Stones. And, you know, um, you know, you think of Cuba as being, you know, kind of shut off. But, you know, I was talking to some locals and they said that uh, how they how they're able to hear, you know, you know, music out of the States is they go on the rooftop and turn their radios on and point their antennas and they can pick up a signal. So they're not as closed off as we think. I I know, but it was just so, it was to capture that documentary and to really understand those poor folks, if they played a Stone song, you know, they were, it was taken away from them or they couldn't really, you know, we have it so great here. And then you guys, you know, they, they film this, and the people crying. I mean, yeah. like, it's a whole different world. You know, Obama goes there, opens the door, you guys are there. And, you know, we take it for granted, but to see the emotions of these people to finally enjoy the Rolling Stones, I mean, my goodness. Yes, an incredible time for sure. An incredible time that, you know, logistically, I think there were, you know, a couple of problems. Like you said, uh, Obama was there. So, you know, when Obama's there, they shut down, they shut the air traffic down. So, and then there was a problem. If I recall correctly, there was a problem with the Pope. The right. Pope, like, was going to uh, Cuba. And uh, so the date had been changed. And then uh, I heard... I heard that uh, they were that the Pope sent sent the guys a message asking them not to play on the said date because it was I think it was uh, Good, Good Friday, right? <laughs> Good Friday, and of course, you know, after you know it being you know pushed and pushed and pushed, they had to tell the Pope sorry. Yeah, I mean, you got to, they had to bring in all the stage, the production. I mean, you just can't shut that down. No disrespect to the Pope and Good Friday, but there's just way too much going on. It was enough, as you said, with Obama coming to town and they shut down everything and the, and the written documentations to work with the government and to make it happen. But to see the locals the emotions on the locals and watch that show was, uh, I mean, I had goosebumps. I, I got to bed at like three in the morning and uh, shaking my head going, wow, we take it yeah. all for granted, but what a great, what a great show. Um, Thank you. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, which, which leads me to the other day on your Facebook post. And I didn't get a chance to see if you, there was a post have a question for Bernard and the picture. If you saw the picture, it's an up-close picture of you pulling down your shades. A beautiful picture. And the first thing that came to me, Bernard, was the first words that came to me were through your eyes. I mean, you're, you're a handsome-looking guy, and I'm going, the amazing 
musical magic that you have endured, part of the Stones, touring different countries, learning the culture. And I kept thinking, I mean, I got, I got a million questions for you, but that's for the, I, I, that's for, you know, the, the fans out there. I have a little bit of a different connection with you. But I thought through your eyes, did you ever think about making a photo book? I don't want to say a rock and roll memoir, and I'm not talking about the same core content of the struggles and getting in a band and the sex and the drugs and the music. I'm just talking through your eyes, Bernard Fowler's eyes of all the incredible venues, the countries, the stages, as a fan that 99% of us would never experience the energy and the magnitude of what you and your eyes have experienced and captured. Just to throw it out there, brother, you got nothing to do. I'm thinking, man, you got you to gotta put out a photo book. Well, it's funny you say that because, um, you know, I, uh, I'm taking pictures. I'm taking pictures when I'm in the wings waiting to go on stage. I take pictures. And when I'm not singing, I'm taking pictures. And I have, uh, it's got to be a, maybe a couple thousand of uh, photos that I've taken. And that is something that I've thought about, just making a table book of Bernard's pictures. You know, Bernard's pictures from, you know, city to city, stage to stage. I think you need to do that because the first, I look at that photo, you have a question for Bernard, and I look at that photo and I go, man, what Bernard has seen through his 30 plus years of being with the Stones, and I'm glad that you have document, documentary that. That is that is cool. Well, the last time we talked, we were uh, you were on a project with a friend of yours with the hotels of of doing the states and getting kids involved. I don't know. Right, if, right. and uh, we got that off the ground. Good. Uh, yes, we do. We've, we're doing it, and we've got some really, really great uh, pictures from from uh you know young people from new york state we're just doing new york state at the moment and our plan is to you know go from state to state you know there are 50 states so uh this is just the beginning of it and if you go on if you go on facebook uh the name of the project is called up in my world okay and it's uh you know you know, it's for young kids to take a picture of your of the of what they see. You know, day to day. You know, it can be trees, it could be the house they live in, it could be the pigeon. You know, the pigeon on the bench, anything that they want to take. And then uh, at the end, at the end, which is which is coming up really soon, we'll uh, myself, uh, Kevin, my partner, along with. Uh, 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 film director Ted Witcher and Ronnie Wood. We are. We will be the judges, and we will judge the winners. And I think there'll be three three winners. I think, and uh, the winners, the winners, the the kids will walk away with some nice prizes. And then we will we will take the um, the winning pictures, and uh, and you know we'll blow them up and we'll sell them. We'll sell them, and you know, and that's you know, that's it. That's pretty cool. So, give me the website again. Give me the project name again, Bernard. It's called Up in My World. Up in My World. So, if the kids take a picture, well, if they go to that website, it, it describes how to download the picture, where to send it to, and all that, right? Yes. Okay, great. So we, I will promote that 
on my radio show as much as I can and and share that with you. That'll be awesome. Are, are you awesome. are you filling in for Aussie vocals for Alice Cooper anymore? I'm looking at my notes from the last time we. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not seen I've not seen or heard from either one of them in a little while. Now, although I did see Alice at the the last Rolling Stone concert. You know, he was there with his wife to see the show. Other than that, I've not seen or heard from anyone. Ah, oh, man. Nobody's calling you going, I need you to put on, put a track, you know, put a vocal track put on, on my, my latest well, record. Actually, uh, I'm uh, in the middle of doing something for uh, a New York City uh, famous DJ by the name of Louis Vega. Little Louis, well, he's not, they don't call him Little Louis Vega anymore, but, you know, DJ Louis Vega, I'm doing a, a track for him. Okay, cool. Uh -huh. Any other projects that I could help promote for you, my friend? Well, not at the moment. Not at the moment. I got to get it all done. As soon as it's done, I'll be calling you. you. You better. I'm waiting for the Bernard Fowler live stream show on the on the social media, on the, on the outlets, on Facebook or Instagram, where you just have somebody play the tracks or take requests and play your yeah. great songs, whether it's from... Friends with privileges, or, or my favorite album, Deborah. Have you thought about that? I mean, this is a great opportunity for for folks to to really hear your music. Well, yeah, I have thought about that. It's just a matter of doing it. I'm uh, getting ready. Um, my manager talked me into uh, doing a questionnaire. So I think you you saw that. You know, questions for Bernard Fowler. So. I'm going to do that, and I just got a message from a good friend of mine, uh, Jackson Brown Keyboard, his keyboard player by the name of Jeff Young, and he said, hey, man, why don't we do some kind of concert, you know, concert online? And I'm like, I don't know how we're going to do that, but if you have an idea, let me know. I'm happy to be a part of it. But, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not ready to leave my house and chance catching this spot. So if I can something I can do at home, I'm all for it. But uh, I'm not, I'm not. I don't think I'll be uh, going in any rehearsal studio or anything like that at the moment. No, well, a lot of them are doing this thing called Zoom, and it's an yes, app. I heard about that, and, and I'm watching bands do more of that. They all, all four of them or five of them are on the screen and are all, all playing uh, synchronized on the same time. So uh, all right. Well, you know, I'm. Uh, I'm part of a, a, a new company called Alert the Globe. Okay. And um, that's and we're we're going to be doing that real soon. We're going to be doing uh, you know live streams of different of bands, you know, of musicians, so people can see. And uh, I think it's going to be something really, really good. You can go online and see, you know, some of the content that we have already. Okay. Yeah. And again, it's called Alert the Globe. Alert the Globe. I got that written down, and I got up in my my world here. That's right. The other thing I'm going to drive you every and I the last time we spoke and I was I'm on your website. I'm going to reproduce my Bernard Fowler T-shirt, 
you 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 are gonna get those t-shirts out brother and i know you've been busy i said man i'm gonna produce this and then send them to check this is from your buddy pack or 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 i'm gonna take over your website and make you a merch store because every time i'm on every dude you have no idea but every time i'm on a subway in queens in the bronx in the city and i wear your shirt Every time somebody goes, where did you get that? And I go, I'm gonna kill him, man. I'm gonna. I go, what do you think I got it? <laughs> you know what, Pat? Thanks for that. This reminder. I'm gonna talk to my manager later today because I have said I've mentioned that to her a few times. I think you know now's the time to do it. Let's just get it done. You know, it's easy to get done. The hard part is, you know, is taking care of the orders. You know, right. That's the hard part, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, I, I mean, and we all can't wait. We, I, I guess the, the one down part with the Inside Out, and I know you you were hoping once the Stones tour ended to do a bunch of live shows to promote Inside Out, and you never got a chance to well, really yeah, do that. never got a chance to for a couple of reasons, and... Uh, there's been there's a well a couple there's a few reasons but one reason is because um, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Oh, I know that. And if I can't get who I want <laughs> when I want them, I won't do it. No, I don't. I won't do it. It's gotta be you know it's gotta be uh, as good or better representation of the recordings. I got to see, Bernard. I got to see that firsthand at Daryl's house. You were you were the conductor with that great team that you put together of you know eight or nine people, and you told them when to go, when not to go, and keep it going and not keep it going. And you could see, and even when I saw you know watching you on YouTube, when I told you, you did that great. Oh my God, a great killer version of Wild Horses with Tim Reeves down in the city last August. And you can just see, I don't blame you. I mean, yeah, it's easy for me to say, yeah, Bernard, go online and do a show. But no, you got to do what you want to do it 110%. That's right. That's right. It's got to be 110%. Now that it's been a year, Bernard, with Inside Out, do you look back? Have you had a chance to really look back and reflect on the success of the album? And did it meet you? Did it meet your needs and exceed your goals with the album? It did. It met the need and it did exceed, exceed, you know, what I what I, you know, what I saw for the record. I mean, it, it, it went way past it. Um, the, uh, the feedback from the album was incredible. It was really incredible. And I, I might have said to you before that, you know, when I was doing it, it was something that I wanted to do. And, you know, Rolling Stone fans can be a little a little precious about their Rolling Stone music. <laughs> so I knew I was taking a chance, and I said when I was doing it, you know, people will either love it or they will hate it. I don't think there'll be any in between. And there were more people loving it than hate it. So I'm so glad that I do it, and I'm looking forward to doing the next one. Yeah, no doubt. No, you're you're right. Yeah, some people could say, "Well, that's you know, that's," but you know what? That's that's what makes it great. You take the right. chance. You take and the it, risk. 
And the other thing that was really great to hear was the feedback from some people were, I don't know how many times I heard that song when the Stones did it, but it wasn't until listening to Inside Out that I really understand what they were saying. Right. Now, you could... I knew right away it was very successful. Every time I would play a track and people, my friends, would call me going, what is all this about and what's going on? And I would play, you know, Sympathy for the Devil. I played Dance with Mr. D. I did Undercover of the Night. And folks are calling me on my phone, my friends, going, wow. I mean, I, I know people that die hard Rolling Stones fans and said that. And I knew watching the publicity on 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 the internet of all the all the uh all the um interviews that you were doing that folks were you know driving you crazy you know scheduling you between the stones show to talk with you so i thought that was really all good yeah it was all good man it it superseded my you know i my, i had no idea how how well received it would be i would you know I was ready to take, you know, some heavy criticism from the fans, but I got nothing but love from them. Well, because we all love you, brother. You mentioned you, too, you mentioned your name to any of the good, you know, great musicians out there, and their eyes light up and say anything for B, man. And it's a great, there's a great article that you were involved with uh, about the Stones in the uh, Gold Mine magazine for the May edition, behind the scenes of the Stones. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I can't remember that. I don't know if I even saw it. Oh, it's out there, and you're quoted in it. Uh, there's somebody, there's a, a gentleman that interviewed a bunch of you backstage and talked uh -huh. about the behind the scenes of what it's like to put a tour together for the world's greatest rock and roll band. And some of the questions they asked you were about the set list. And, right. and your answers were, well, we all know there are certain songs that you just have to play. You know, so it doesn't give you the flexibility of digging into a lot of, you know, the songs that you normally wouldn't do. And, and that's the truth. No songs that I would normally do are songs that I would want them to do. Right. You know, it's, you know, you know, unfortunately, you know, they just can't do all of them. Right. They can't do all of them. Uh, I wish they could, but, you know, it's just, it's just impossible. Now the list, the, the, the catalog that they have and the ones that they have to play, it's extremely hard. Because I know you, I think you're quoted by saying, well, you could keep asking, but there's only so much you can put into a two and a half hour show. So. And, that, and that's true because, you know, as you know, you know, most of the set lists, you know, they're, they just have to play those songs. They have to play the Brown Sugar. They have to play the Jumping Jack Flash. You know, they have to play Stop Me Up, which is probably one of my favorites. You know, one of the best, that's probably one of the best recorded Stone songs ever. <laughs> to me, Start Me Up. Oh man, that gets me going. And and don't let the video come on. I'm glued to. The, I'm glued. I'm glued <laughs> to watching it. It's just. It's it's masterful. It's a masterpiece. It's it's. I love every bit of it. And I was thinking of actually. Uh, 
I said, man, I got to see you. I finally got to see the Stones in, in Jersey last year. Crossed it off my bucket list. And then when they put out more shows, I said, man, that's not a long ride for me to take a trip to Buffalo to see them again. And then we got this virus. So I'm sure you're itching to get back out there with the guys. Do you talk to the guys frequently? Do they uh, give you a buzz and chat to see how you're doing? Well, yeah, yeah, it's funny you ask. I just spoke to Keith yesterday. Oh, tell him to give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spoke to him yesterday. I, I, I was doing something, and uh, I guess two days before that, and, and uh, I was talking to my manager, and she said, did you call, did you speak to Keith? And I said, no, I haven't spoke to him. She said, well, he's, him and Patty have been trying to call you. Uh-oh. So, I said, oh, okay. So yesterday I uh, I gave him a buzz and we talked for a little while. And he's good. He sounds great. He's got all his girls at home with him. And uh, I think he was playing, they were playing some kind of board game. So, you know, he's he's good. He sounds great. Uh, yeah, that's great. That is he awesome. sounds great. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, you know, you know, he's wondering like we all are when, when the tour can, you know, when the tour can, you know, uh, resume. Right. Well, hopefully, if everybody follows the rules, rules be and stays yes, inside. Yes. Please say that again. If everybody follows the rules, I just, I just went to the store to pick up some stuff. And it's just amazing. People walking around with no gloves, no masks. And I'm thinking, I know they heard, they heard, you know, all the, all the stuff on the radio, on TV. Wear gloves, wear masks, don't touch your face. And it's, it's, they don't. it's mind-boggling. I mean, it's mind-boggling. People are dying. This thing is real. Right. It's real. And, you know, some people still won't wear gloves and, it's, you know. It's, it's mind-boggling. We're talking it's life. mind-boggling. We're talking and then, life and death. And they'll wonder why, and then they'll wonder why, you know, if the National Guards come into the city, they're going to wonder why, why we needed that. Yes. Because you people think this is a vacation. This is not a vacation, man. People are dying. Right. You know, just yesterday, you know, I did a gig. My last uh, jazz gig with Tim Reese was in New York. And the trumpet player, very well-known trumpet player, Wallace Roney, passed away yesterday in the hospital uh. from coronavirus. And, you know, what makes it really bad is that, you know, if you catch this thing... And you're on your way out, you're going to be by yourself. Right. They're not letting people in to hold your hand. No, no, not at all. You will die by yourself in the bed. And it, it's, so, it's a very vicious death as well when you have no oxygen and cannot breathe. Yeah, so I'm just hoping that, you know, that, you know, all those people walking around doing the wrong thing will wake up and start doing the right thing. I, and, I, you know, I hope we can get it. We we all get through this. 
I went to the store like you and there was very little on the shelves and I was looking for some bottled water and I had you know three cases per person and I said no I don't need three cases but there's not much left let me leave let me just take two and I get to the register and the lady says where's the third and I go I'm not like that I don't need to hoarder toilet paper to leave it for somebody else and she's I don't want to say yelling at me, but she's like, no, 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 you, you shouldn't be considerate. Nobody's considerate. I go, but I'm considerate. I'm considerate. I don't care about the price. I don't care. There's other people that need it. I mean, come on. You know? That's the kind of cat you are. I've been in emergency services all my life. I retired 30 years. This is not a joke. These people right. are playing basketball and going to the gym. And I'm like, hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I mean, the ship is coming into New York City. And there's a million people on the piers videotaping it. No, go home. It's, yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible, the stupidity of some people. But I will say, if there's anything, if, it, if there's anything uh, positive, is that, you know, I've, I've uh, got a couple of pictures from, from different people, you know, they know, you know, I love the environment. And I've got some pictures from people Venice, Italy. Oh. The canals in Venice, Italy. Now, this is in a, a month of the world stopping. The water cleared up. There's fish in the canals again. Oh, wow. There are fish in the canals in Venice, Italy. And here in California, uh, 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 there, there's a canal, Santa Monica, or Venice canals, Venice Beach canals down this way, down that way. The same thing has happened. There are fish in the canals. Wow. There are fish in the canals. The pelicans are in the canals, fishing fish. Oh my goodness. This is less than a month, Pat. Wow. So hopefully, you know, the powers that hopefully. You know, the powers are taking heed. I, w I would love to see the world shut down one month every year. One month. And I also heard that the hole in the ozone layer has shrunk. Wow. I, well, I got to say, B, we've been through this before, and I'm disappointed that we we need well we need to learn real quick about this whole thing because we ain't get this is mother nature's way of giving us a wake up call this the set the next one that comes after this is not going to be pleasant and i am so disappointed and i come from emergency services background that we never had testing sites before why didn't we have these drive in testing sites before why do we not have gloves and gowns stockpiled somewhere are we not thinking i mean come on we're supposed to be the greatest country in the world and we're chasing this thing now i know we had a a late start but we got to be prepared, man. We got to be way prepared. This is a wake-up call. And if we don't get this one right, I tell you, my friend, it's not, It's going to be an interesting 
chain of events on how things, how we're going to live anymore. Hopefully it's a wake-up call, Pat, and, you know, uh, uh, I understand that uh, whatever whatever was put in place for this, uh, the current administration dismantled. Uh, it's just, it's just very disappointing. All, all very across. disappointing, and I hope they put it back. Yes. I hope they put it because this is not gonna. This is not gonna be the end of it. No. It won't happen again. Oh, it's gonna happen. It always does. This is Mother Nature. This is Mother Nature going. You guys need to wake up real, real quick. Real yes, quick. Yes, she's giving us a spanking. Absolutely, and she always does when we need it. But now we need it more than ever, and we we better we better open up our eyes. I can't imagine this is a respiratory. You you know air. We gotta breathe. We gotta live. Without air, we don't live. And this is it. And people are running, hoarding toilet paper. I'm like, what am I missing here? I'm in emergency services. We're not getting the runs or diarrhea. What are you gonna run on the nasal spray? Toilet paper. <laughs> You know? Yeah. What, what, oh my God, we got we got the shits. So now I got to run out and get nasal spray. I I, I can't make it up, Bernard. I, I can't make it up. Yeah, Bernard, I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking enough of your time, my friend. And it is always great to hear your voice. And you too, Pat. Always good to hear you because you always got some sauce with that calamari. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I go good with fried Diablo sauce. <laughs> I encourage everybody to go to BernardFowler.com. Buy. Now's the time to buy. I know he doesn't have a merch store, but at least buy Friends with Privileges. Buy the Bora. Buy Inside Out. Call me if you want a t-shirt. I'll sell you my t-shirt. Now's the time that these, these, these artists need us more than ever since there's no... Uh, live work and i can't wait to get to hang out with you you let me know when you're back in the east coast my friend and you got a show so i can bring a f flock of bernard fowler friends down and and rock the joint with you i will do pat and thank you thanks for the con conversation it's all real talk my friend you got it brother right here my man bernard fowler right here on wbxo and pat sound bites unplugged